so Brooklyn this and every Sunday at 10 in the morning. I am Colby Smith. I am your host for this installment and every other installment. I don't know why I say that sometimes. Uh, I host the show every week. Literally one time we had a guest host and um, the feedback I got was never go on vacation again, Colb. So uh, look, it's the first episode of the new year and, you know, obviously 2021. You know, we all had a feeling that 21 was going to be a good year, and, you know, I, for one, uh, uh, <laughs> am waiting to see results. It turns out it takes more than just wishing <laughs> to, make, <laughs> to make the bad thing go away. So I'm here, and I don't want to talk about anything that's going on. I'm, I'm taking, you know, this show, we've, we've, we've oscillated in the past between confronting things head on and you know using the uh, using the show as an escape you know who who is the greater societal benefit is it the great artist Ingmar Bergman who looks deep into the human soul and all its complexity or is it Fred Astaire dancing and just getting lost in the movement i don't know and this is a Fred Astaire dancing episode because we we're talking entertainment news. And I am, of course, joined by my friend Trevor Lyon. Hello, Trevor. Hello, Colby. Trevor, you have been on the show many times, and it is just now that you are proving useful to me. <laughs> do you have anything to say about that? What does that mean? What do you mean? Why am I useful now? Well, you, we're going to drop some. We, you've been telling me about all these rumors you've been hearing. Yes, indeed. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Should I just get right into it, or do you want to? I'll just go. I'll just get into it. Well, yeah, I mean, feel free. And then if, if you say something wrong, I'll correct it. Okay, great. Well, as everyone knows, I, about a month ago, about a month ago, the good people at Disney, they dropped a lot of content, a lot of content news. Investor is, Day. Investor Day, yes, exactly. And this is news. This is Star Wars news. This is Marvel news. These are mm-hmm. shows amongst, amongst shows. And Pixar, I think those are the big three. Disney animated as well, but I think nobody really cares about that anymore. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're not making Seven Dwarfs anymore, that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? But so they dropped a lot of shows and a a lot of stuff. But And I think you've seen some of this also. Mm -hmm. They didn't release everything. But in this internet age, especially now everybody's at home clicking around the internet, there's been some things that i found, some of the other shows, some of the other projects that were not announced at the thing. Unforetold uh, announcement until... until this show, I gotta say, well, I don't know yeah. if it's jumping the fence before uh, the fence. No, no, no. It's not. It's not jumping any fences at all. It's 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 a thing that I think you and I have been talking about a lot lately, which is just like you know, all of this power in the entertainment business is so consolidated now. You know, mm. you, we say like, oh, mm. it's Disney's press conference, but Disney means like everything. It means Star Wars. It means National yes. Geographic, which I know you love. I um, do love it that. It means. ESPN, you know, it means all of these different things that are just like so in the same place. And so I understand that like there's a lot of cool stuff that they had to announce, you know, like there's the Obi-Wan TV show that's going to come out in 2022 and yes, and, uh, you know, there's the, the Black Widow movie, we're getting an update on that. But there's a lot of stuff, I mean, I guess that they couldn't fit into the press conference that you know, I think it's like we're we're kind of excited about is that fair to say oh yeah and i think judging from some of the content too it might have been a little too edgy for the straight up investors you know i think totally. some of these things are things you're going to drop on the fans they're going to be scrolling on ig and it's going to pop up and they're going to mm-hmm. see it and they're going to say holy shit i didn't see this because you know old investor men 
they're not going to be excited about it the way these young kids will be. Yeah, they don't understand the way. I mean, it's like Beyonce dropping an album all exactly. of a sudden. You know, they're yeah. going to do the same the same thing. And it is true. It's like that's for people who are in the now. It's not for these right. like, you know, like older, like powerful men in like pinstripe suits or whatever they're wearing. Oh, you know, it's who, definitely who, a pinstripe suit. A lot of pinstripe yeah. suits. I mean, in my experience with people like this, it's <laughs> it's pinstripe suits and it's those shirts that are like the shirt is blue but the collar is white yes. uh-huh that's a rich what man's is, shirt that's, that's a rich a, man's shirt i mean it's definitely not a poor man's shirt no 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 <laughs> i'm gonna save up for one of those i gotta get one of those yeah it's a status move yeah big for time. sure it's a big flex uh, a shirt with a white collar and a blue everything else that's for damn. But sure. anyway, mm. but anyway, it's like it's like this. Uh, this is the stuff for the fans. It's not the stuff for those guys. Exactly. Exactly. Some of it's a little freaky. It's a little. There's some scary content. Well, do you want to just say one of the things that you? Because I mean, yeah, I've so been th- freaked. I've been freaked out by a lot of this stuff. I've been freaked out too. Let me. So I'll jump into one of the ones that I saw that I read about. This one I read about. This is on one of the Reddit threads that I was that I, you know look around on. Um, this is this this is a TV show coming to Disney Plus. In the Star Wars universe, it's called Babu Frick's House of Pain. Now we all remember Babu Frick is a lovable character uh, from from uh, what's the most recent, whatever most recent big Star Wars movie, The Jedi: Return of the Jedi. No, it's it's the the, the Rise of Skywalker. Rise of <laughs> yeah. shit, Rise of Skywalker. But so it's Babu Frick's whatever, House we, of Pain. Hold on, you said you said the most recent Star Wars movie, <laughs> Return of the Jedi. <laughs> There's uh no, it's Return of so you know Babu Frick, we all loved him. And this is this is the blurb I found, okay? This is the blurb. Babu Frick opens up an S and M dungeon, okay, so an S and M sex dungeon that also provides educational services to the underserved on Tatooine, helmed by Richard Linkletter. So you know that's gonna be an artful project. It's gonna be very thoughtful. Richard Link, I mean, Linklater. Yeah, my first reaction is obviously how did Babu Frick get to Tatooine? I assume that we're going to get that. And then, you know, these two things. Is, I love the juxtaposition. I love Linklater mm-hmm. at the top of it. You know, think dazed and confused, but an S&M dungeon and educational services. I mean, I, I think for a project like this, you know, what you need is a sure hand at the wheel. Thank you. Yes. And with Linklater, that's what you get. Because you're, you're talking about this is spreading this over. You know, there's a lot to set up. And Boyhood, I think, you know, shooting a movie over 10 years like he did really sets him up to – take on babu frick who we all loved but we don't know that much about you got to be honest and so now he has a sex dungeon and now he's got education services it's a lot to handle but i think link later at the helm link link later if i'm thinking of him correctly he kind of looks weird too so i think that's going to fit right in with all he's an interesting looking guy you know he, he's he's yeah. up there with he's up there with kind of the wes anderson's uh or the jim uh, jarmusch's you know of just yes. like guys who have skinny like they've got a look skinny head man yeah yeah, and they've got a look, and that's kind of that's kind of part of their whole mystique. It's just like, yeah. oh, a guy who looks that crazy, like what's going on in that noggin? Yeah, his um, head must have been squeezed coming out of uh, the birth canal or something, and that affects his art. But yeah, so, so <laughs> I think is what I would say. But that's one that I'm excited about. Uh, it's coming to Star Wars. It's going to be a TV show, so that's uh, well, I'm excited about that one. What you? Trevor, what you're hitting on is that mm-hmm. kind mm-hmm. of a strategy that I picked up on from, um, from like reading the official released information, and then kind of the stuff that you and I have been poking around at and finding seems to be going for with these is taking sort of a minor character who like no one likes or even thinks about really, and 
kind of making them the lead of a right. major television series. You know, like they're doing that. Apparently, I mean, this is mm-hmm. this is they're doing it with uh, uh, with Andor, the Diego Luna character from Rogue One. He's getting his own show, but one that one that I think that they hid, which I'm kind of surprised about, is Rose Tico, the Kelly Marie Tran character from Last Jedi, is getting right. her own show. Um, it's from Sex and the City creator Darren Star. And it's called Gift of okay. a Rose. And it's kind of, sort of her escapades as like the galaxy's most desirable single, you know? And so in oh, this show, okay. yes. she she sort of takes, just by sheer happenstance. Because, you know, a lot of times you, you, you watch a show and you just think like, like something happens and it seems random. And you're just like, that would never happen. But it's like life is kind of random, you know? Also, well, oh yes, you know, you know what? I, and yeah. I don't think it's yes. like you know, it's like if they said in Forrest Gump, it's like it's both things happen at the same time that we have a direction that we have no control over, and we have no direction, and and I think this is fantastic for mm-hmm. the guy who's working on it because you know, Sex in the City, you know, part of it is the insular nature of you know New York totally. City. The city becomes a character, but here, you know, you're you're spreading the rose petals amongst. How many planets? At least five to ten, maybe even twenty that we've seen in the pictures and the and the movies and everything. Yeah. And so if you're spreading that around the sprawl, it's going to be a beautiful sprawl. It's going to be a beautiful sprawl, and they're all going to be new characters every episode. And uh, and sort of in the first one, I mean, in the pilot, which is yes. what they what they what they've leaked out is that so she kind of by complete chance takes the wrong shuttlecraft, and she okay. I know, I know. Oh I mean, how many God, times? I love that. That's the kind of it's like the wrong subway train. It's like you're so stressed and you got you know oh, you spilled man. like coffee all over your maybe milk all over yourself and you get you take the wrong <sighs> yeah, train. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. that. Keep going. Keep going. Day. Yeah, I do. You spill a lot of milk. Well, I, I take noticed it, that. About I, you. I have yeah. one of those like portable, you know, kind of like like a thermos. I guess is what you call. It. I have a thermos. I fill that thing up with milk and then I drink right, it on yeah. the subway in the morning. Just like a full thing of milk, but it's like there's right. There's so much of it. It's like. <laughs> Right. No, I, it's easy to spill. I don't know. I think the problem too is that I think you know a lot of times with the thermoses, the opening yeah. is very small, and so it's a small place that the liquid is forced out of. You have one that's very big. The opening is kind of half of the cup, and well, so it's, you can't. Your mouth. Yeah. Is not well, that what wide, I don't so like about the small opening is how little milk you get with each mm-hmm. sip. Like I've got to really just like <laughs> I've got to slurp right. if I'm going to get as much as I want. <laughs> So what I you do have is to suck I, at the milk. I, I'm yeah, glad you that you, that you said it has a bigger opening than usual because what I, I do is I unscrew the entire top mm-hmm. each time I go to take a drink. So I'm not really oh, holding on to anything on the train. When I do that because I'm oh, right, and then I'm taking milk handy. and yeah. I spill it everywhere and I'm on the wrong train all of a sudden. Of course, of course. But this sounds like a great – I think this is I a great so. vehicle. So, so yes, yeah, so in this first well. episode, she takes the wrong shuttlecraft, and she ends up on a planet where mm-hmm. fucking is how they say hello. That's how they it, say hello. Like you say, when you meet hello. someone new, oh you start gosh. fucking them. To see, It's sort of like a dog kind of smelling you know, the I can ass picture... of another dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can picture the – uh, alienoid forms that would be saying this. Maybe they're kind of wispy, but also slimy. Mm-hmm. Like they have wet hair, thin, yeah. thin wet hair. Like they just came out of a cave or something, and they say "fucking welcome," things like that. Yeah, and she's like, "that's fantastic." 
Thanks. I really like that. I'm that's really a show. That's called. It's, that a, it's a different, that's a show. That's a different a show. planet every time, every episode. And she's like trying to find love. It's I called like Gift that. of a Rose. You know, it's kind of like. It's kind of like Party Down in that way, where you have these different settings. You know, it's 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 serialized, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's narrative. Well, it's like it's, it's similar to Party it's Down. Down. It's like they're and going to these parties, but the people who work the parties are actually sad. Mm, oh, yeah. Ooh, oh, uh-huh. oh, oh, the, oh! I see. Thank you. Oh, I like that. Sad people they make do. for good uh, for good TV. Put sad people Absolutely. on TV. It's gonna hum. Absolutely. Yeah, I. It's gonna hum and dumb in there. Okay. Well, can. I, so I, I, there's another one. That no, no, no. I, that was that was the end of the gift of the rose. That's all the information on gift of a rose I have at this point. Yeah, and I want to say too, there's not a lot of information on a lot of these coming out. There's not a yeah. lot of there's not a lot of information. So this is one that I think is pretty. I think this is pretty interesting. It's called. It's called Dash Rendar's delivery service. Okay, now Dash Rendar, we all know, is a star of Shadows of the Empire. He's a smuggler, but now this and this is just what I read. This is just what I read. Food delivery has come to the galaxy, and who better to deliver it to deliver it than Dash Rendar? When he can't pay the bills by smuggling, Dash Rendar takes to delivering bantha meat to everyone. Helmed, you're gonna like this, Colby. Oh, by man. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill is mid nineties. He's falling out mid nineties with Dash Rendar's delivery service. But this is also gonna be a TV show. This is Disney Plus. It looks like eight seasons, ten episodes. We're gonna eighty episodes of this thing. They're, they're, it sounds like, mm. and you know, it's the gig economy, so I like that. And I like that even in space, you know, a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still hard to pay your bills, you know, so you got you to gotta totally. get on the speed. Well, I think that's really relatable. I mean, I think that's stuff. what a lot of people connect to about, about like, high mm-hmm. maintenance, for example. It's just like, you know, you meet a different people every episode. Yeah. It's like, why get to know the same group of people really well over the course of several years when you could just get kind of the basic exactly. details Especially, of a bunch of people yeah. every season? Especially when you meet a new yeah. people every episode, you know. So he's going to be meeting a new people, and he's going to be delivering them food. It could be, you know, I'm excited to see the food. I expect mm-hmm. he's going to see some wily chefs preparing it, you know. You know that each delivery is not going to go that well. Maybe the Empire tries to steal someone's uh, cheeseburgers or some crazy Shiite like that. There's no way to know. So I'm excited for that. And with Jonah Hill, you know, it's going to oh, have yeah. heart. Oh, yeah. You know, the soundtrack's going to be banging. There's probably going to be a little skateboarding kid in there somewhere. Totally. I mean, I'm really excited. To I see mean, it. what I'm excited about what Jonah one. Hill was able to do cinematically in mid '90s with just you know the details of his own life. I mean, that was amazing. So like, what he's going to mm-hmm. be able to do when he can and paint on a bigger canvas space. like this? Yes. I mean, the guy has Good an one. eye. You, you can't deny it that he has one eye, maybe two. Maybe two. I mean. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm just excited. I don't want to spend too long on that one. It's not my favorite one that I've seen that I've seen listed, but I w- I thought it bared mentioning, especially with Jonah Hill Absolutely. at the at the Hill at the, at the helm. helm. Well, I got one sort Bingo. of. I've, I did find since we're doing like full descriptions, I did find one as well that I would like to read. Okay, um, that's it great. Goes that's like great. this. Uh, what if Yoda was a girl? That's a question George Lucas himself asked Ooh. when creating the Jedi Council in Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace, when he created the character Yaddle. So this is an, mm. this is an event series. This Yaddle. is an 18-part series from Academy Award-winning director Catherine Bigelow. It explores oh kind of how goodness. Yaddle handles being a woman in such a male-dominated industry like the Jedi Order, as well as like whether she is Yoda's... Mm lover or Yoda's sister or really just like who she is to Yoda 
Um, and it's coming in spring of 2024, mm-hmm. and the new series is called simply Yaddle. A Yaddle story. Yaddle. Now I like I like Yaddle. I th- I see I see marketing of like I waddle for Yaddle, and it's people uh, maybe waddling like a duck to see this little guy. Now we already saw that Baby Yoda yeah. swept the nation uh, like nothing else. So I think uh, old woman Yoda is and just she is be, old. She is old. She's really old in this, the... and it's like a big part of her character. She's just like she's always mm-hmm. like she's always baking cookies for people in the Jedi Order. That's unbelievable. That's I can't wait to see what those look mm-hmm. like, what they taste like, because Yoda's food, some of the food that Yoda eats looks heinous. It looks like shit. Like he looks like he eats. It's disgusting. So I'm well, that's kind to of see that. And you know the themes. I think with yeah. Bigelow, I assume with Catherine Bigelow, there's also going to be maybe she, maybe there's mm-hmm. an assassination attempt, or maybe they have to kill someone. You know, and uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Well, in, in the cold open, in the cold open, in there as well. um, Yaddle does defuse a bomb, and then finds out that she really likes that. Oh, like oh, she just kind of like good. she that's, finds herself uh, wondering, like, nice. is there like a bomb nearby? I could. It sounds like it's vaguely sexual, Pop like the there's a sexual attraction as well. What's going on inside? She wants to. If there's a sexual name, and I think that I think that's good because old mm-hmm. people still have sexual urges, you know. And so she's showing us that through an old yeah. Yoda type figure. But well, it uh, humanizes it. I mean, I mean, and I think that's I think I, I speak for a lot of people when I think about like yes. like like old people having sex is like really gross. Um. But like, if it's if it's sure. Yoda doing, if it, it's a Yaddle doing it, if it's someone who like we've identified with already, like it kind of it leads you to look at things from a new perspective. You know what's odd? When you said old people having sex, I thought of you for yeah. some reason. When it was old people having sex, I don't know what that is. Yeah. I just thought that. Bared I mean, I, I'm glad you did on. because like I was thinking of me too, and I think it's really gross, and I just think that like. I, we don't, okay, I don't okay, go, okay, we, cool. We, yeah, we can mention, just mention it. it. Just as we go on. I but I, I'm excited about that, especially with Big Bo. Yeah. So I ha- I have another Star Wars one. I have another before. I, don't know, I have another Star Wars one. This is called Plumbing Ain't Easy. Okay. And this is going to be a comedy. This is going to be a comedy. Plumbing Ain't Easy. Okay. A group of sticky Ewoks travel the galaxy, fixing the plumbing issues only they can get into, because they are small, but also their fur acts to break up the blockage. Now this sounds like an <laughs> early draft. The way it's written, it's not too hammered out. They, and it also says they have grout brushes, oh, cool. brushes. They have grout brushes as well. And they are a bunch of friends, but one oh, is a shit. real bastard. Okay, so that's important. And this part you were going to love. Helmed, produced, written by okay. Jeremy Piven. Okay. Jeremy Piven. Well, I hope yes. to God Think that he takes that. everything he learned on the set of Entourage and brings it to bear on a project as rich as this one. I mean, I think you're talking ensemble comedies, the yeah. greatest of all time. You're thinking Entourage, and then I guess there's some others, but I don't really think of those. I think of Entourage, and I think he's going to bring that to Plumbing totally. Ain't Easy with this group of Ewoks. They're, they're, I mean, think of Ewoks going to clean Jabba the Hutt's <laughs> toilet, you know, something like that. That's fucking hilarious. That's hilarious. I mean, I can't believe that. A lot of people kind of refer to Jabba's throne, you know, in Jabba's palace. <laughs> As kind of a literal throne. Yes. But no, mm-hmm. it's a toilet. But no. It's a it's toilet. It's got to be clean. And guess what? Java, it's got to be clean. He's got plumbing issues just like every person who's ever had a toilet because that's just how it goes. 
So I think this is going to be really fun. I, I expect the bastard yeah. Ewok to be maybe a little bigger. Maybe there's like a nerdy Ewok who has glasses. Maybe there's like a straight man, you know, more typical, your typical, uh, you know, guy who the others revolve around Ewok, who's the most normal Ewok you can think of. Uh, and I think their boss is probably a huge asshole, but heart of gold type shit, you know. There's probably a Norm-like character from Cheers. Uh, I'm so, excited about it. Plumbing ain't so, easy. And uh, you know the what? decision was made right. in Return of the Jedi, which is where we first met the Ewoks, to not dub yes. their voices or any way or like, or like have subtitles at the bottom to let us know what they were saying. Is, is that going to be... Yeah. honored in this or are we going to get to be understand them more clearly maybe you know i think i think knowing of what we do from pivot and this could that's go any which way i think there's going to be some sort of communicator that's plugged into them that you can understand so we humans can understand but i think it's going to be like the communicator built by some raunchous oh. rocky asshole so their their speak is maybe not exactly what they're saying but it's translated to the viewer like oh, what Ari Gold damn. would say, kind of like how that would sound. And I heard that Piven is also going to be doing some of the voice work, so we could be looking at three Piven Ewoks. You know what I'm saying? And that could be really powerful. I <laughs> it think. could definitely be really powerful. I mean, I hope it's true. I mean, it's just rumored. You know, things I change on these projects all the time. You know, things change a lot. Yeah, I mean, Toy Story was about, um, you know, it was not about toys when they started. So look where that happened. No, so it's, anything it was about really crabs. It was about crabs. Yeah, it was crab story. And then, uh, so, you know, Steve Jobs, before, uh, rest in peace, Steve Jobs, got in there and said, guys, I don't like crabs. And he wanted to do it about um, seashells. But, you know, it evolved from there. And you could see the creative process kind of crab, you totally. know, A to C. I mean, the thing is, to toys, which is obviously in this business. Where they landed. In this business. Yeah. You got to kill your darlings. And if one of your darling is crabs, then yeah. you gotta kill this it. This is what you do. Need it. You write. You write everything good. Write everything good in your script in whatever you're doing. Take write everything it out. good. Take all that <laughs> out. out. See if the story still <laughs> works. If the story totally. still works. I mean, maybe what you, you gotta, gotta do is you gotta town. write scenes that Bitch. you like and would really like to see. Right. And but then gone. Yes. And then they're gone. <laughs> take those out. Because those scenes are going to be trash, and they're going to be over the top, and they're going to make you look like an asshole, and the audience think, this sucks, I no. suck. Well, no. And that's not what you want. And that's how no. you get from crabs what to you shells want, to toy the, You don't yeah. want the audience to come away no. thinking, I suck, or this person sucks, or everyone involved in this thing I just watched sucks. What you want them to come away with is, <laughs> yes, probably won't watch again. Right. You want to say, you know what, this was yeah. fine once, I don't care to watch this again. It's going to leave my yeah. brain in the yeah. next 12 hours. I'm going to forget completely about yeah. this tomorrow. People are going to say, that's how you get into it. You know, what was your favorite part? Or like, you're going to, you're going to like a year, not even a year later, like six months later, you're going to so hear someone talking about the thing you made and you'll be like, oh, I made that. Yep. And then they'll be like, oh yeah. And exactly. then you'll be like, I don't really remember anything about it though. And that's how you know that you've, successfully yeah, absolutely. made an impact and made something. But anyway, I don't want to spend all day on Plumbing Ain't Easy, but that's I, I thought that was one worth mentioning. You know, buddy comedy. I, mean, I think it's really ones, excited about exciting. that one. Um, I have one Yeah. It's like... Okay. I mean, we're talking about exciting. That's really the only way to jump from this is 
this to that is um, this is Queen Amidala's Gambit, and it's being made oh, yes. in partnership with Netflix, so you know it's going to look terrible. But I think it's going to be good. It's going to be bad. Like right. it's going to yeah. look mm-hmm. just like the most unremarkable trash. Uh, you've ever seen just like completely devoid of style but it is going to have like a hot actress in it and right it's going to be one of those things where it's like i know this company has a lot of money i know they're paying people a lot of money why does it look bad why right. does it look like this specifically it doesn't look like it's cheap yeah. it just looks it's like, like, like it's bad why is that uh, but then the content you're going to be like i guess i'm going to have to stick around to watch right because I find where you're like you're watching it and you're like half paying attention but then you what what kind of what jolts you back to full attention is realizing that you recognize the adjustment layers that they have in Adobe Premiere <laughs> that are clearly being used on this yes, exactly. <laughs> on this show. They're just like, oh, it's yes. nighttime. We threw a blue a, a blue thing on top. Uh... <laughs> yes. Yeah. I see that blue thing all the time. And you know that when she hits Naboo and it's – uh, the magic hour. They shot that at nine a.m. in the full blast of sun mm-hmm. and tossed a, a tossed a layer on it, and it doesn't look good. But it's but you want to see there because she's about to totally. do something absolutely. And moving. it is you about her it. life as a ten year old chess prodigy in the nineteen sixties. Uh, but it is, it's it's oh, very oh, similar. So but it's very it is Queen Amidala this time. So she is a. I mean, mm. I watched the Queen's Game, but did you? Well, what you did, I did not, in no. not watching it was smart because you you. You spared. Mm, interesting. To, I felt I mean, that well, way when I'm, I didn't I'm, do I, it. I, I am proof that you were correct, my friend, because what you did is you spared yourself <laughs> the frustration of it not being a real queen. And now I think what what Disney's done oh, is yeah. make it a real queen. And I think it's like it's a little on the nose, to be frank. Um, but I also think it's like really bold. Mm-hmm. And you know, one of the things that that I think mm-hmm. is especially like bold about this is like. Yeah, it is, like, going to look like trash. But, like, one of the things that people have said about the Queen's Gambit, and I think it's true for Queen Amidala's Gambit, is, like, ultimately it's a sports movie, you know? It's a sports movie in ten parts. So this one right. is being yes. – every episode yes. will be directed by Terry Bradshaw. Oh, now that I like. Terry Bradshaw is never directed, and he's yeah. kind of a crazy man, but I think that's great. And let me just say about Queen's Gambit, the thing that I, I – see, I did a little research on it because I thought it was going to be – the band Queen owned an X-Men character, Gambit. So it was like, uh-huh. this is Queen's Gambit possessive. They, this is their little Gambit. And I pretty quickly deduced that that's, that's just not I what the case. I think a lot so, of people uh, I got pretty pissed a lot off of people just made that mistake, that. man. I was not the only one. I was not the only one. And so I saw that on some blogs and a couple podcasts as well. It's like, so I would not when I look up Queen's Gambit I, uh, on Google, I didn't watch it for that and reason. It's like in the autocomplete. It's like Queen's Gambit, Netflix... The band queen X Men question mark. <laughs> the band queen has a little X Men yeah. character gambit it's, question it's... mark. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and you can you can change if you have a VPN. You can change your location because yeah. you know Google has different autocompletes, different locations. Any location yeah. you go, that's yeah, going to yeah. be in the top three. So this is. I mean, a that's worldwide. that's one of the it's things that I learned when I watched sure. uh, uh, the social dilemma uh, this year about how you know the, the autocomplete yeah. is wherever you are and that yes. brings me to another documentary series that I would love to talk about this is another Star Wars one. Oh, this is exciting this but is you exciting. know there's a lot of there's a lot of okay. Star Wars okay so this, this is a documentary series and it's called and is about trade disputes in the Naboo mm. system so if you remember from episode one The Phantom Menace 
there were a lot of people who said, mm-hmm. why is there so much politics in this movie for children, right? But there was a small number yeah. of people who said there aren't enough politics in this movie for children. And those are the people who finally yes. are heard. You know, ultimately those voices are being heard on this day by the Disney Corporation. So this is a documentary series about the conditions that led to the blockade of the Naboo system by the Trade Federation, which is, of course, where we open episode one. Ooh. And, you know, I, I can see the wheels turning in your head, Trevor, which is like, how do we do a documentary series about something that is not real? And... I it, all it, I would I say do is have that question. it didn't stop Martin Scorsese. Rolling Thunder review, Rolling Thunder review, oh a bunch goodness. of that stuff didn't happen. And you know what? We called him a genius. And you know what? And mm-hmm. it didn't stop the Office either. And I get that the tone is a little bit different, but the realism of the Office. Part of the reason that worked is you felt like you would were mm-hmm. be someone who worked in that office, and that these are people that you knew. Obviously, tweaked up a little bit. But you do the same for yeah. Palpatine. You do the same for, you know, I assume all the characters. Honestly, I'm excited about this one. Maybe there's even a little Michael Clayton action. You know, maybe something uh-huh. goes wrong and there's a fixer that it comes in, be. busts some balls, things like that. Maybe the Tony Soprano is in there. You know, yeah. Tony Soprano in Star Wars, obviously. But, you know, there's got to be well, some sort of it uh, is nefarious being, dealings. And, it uh, is being executive produced by Aaron activity. Sorkin. So I think you're almost guaranteed a Jed Bartlett appearance That's at some exciting. point. Uh, who could really weigh in? That's very exciting. That's my Jed president. Barlett, that's my president. As well. Yeah, he's. Yeah. That's my president. That's exciting. Well, you know, uh, so I wanted to. Oh, who's it's a Sorkin uh, project. So, oh, he's the executive producer. He's, so, he's I mean, big name. you know, okay. what, what Aaron Sorkin okay. does, and I think this is really bold, is he hires a full okay. writing staff, and he has said that mm-hmm. um, they should not expect to do much writing. You know, I think you that's know, good. And it's I good because good. You, you ultimately you're getting paid a salary to watch the master work. And that's really good. That's a good I think set. That's anybody should want yeah. that. I think when you get to be near, it's, you know, the, you know, it's not like Jesus said to the disciples, you're going to be doing a lot of miracles with your own, you're going to be with your own power, you know. They kind of got to learn by proxy, by seeing it. And for some it worked out, for some it didn't. You know, mm-hmm. for every P there's a Judas, that kind of thing. But I think for these no. students, and I'm not going to call them writers, I'm going to call them students, disciples even, I'll call them, you're getting a chance to see water being turned yes. into wine in, fish, in the form of a, a walk and, and talk, you know, that kind of thing. Fish and before your very eyes. It's like... Fish and loaves, yeah. So I think that's important for all of us. And even as a viewer, that's what I feel like. Mm-hmm. I pretend like I was in the writer's room and oh, yeah. when I watch this stuff, and I, I learned that. But So I, I want to pivot a little bit, because I found this one. And I found this very exciting. This is a Pixar film, okay? This is a Pixar film I read about. It's called My Dead Dog, okay? The blurb. A man's dog dies right before he is going to break up with his wife of 40 years. And for some reason, he becomes obsessed trying to bring the dog back to life. It's made by the guy who made Soul. I forget his name. Another strange-looking fellow, which means you know it's going to be powerful, and he's going to be bringing it. And I got to say, I'm excited about this. Pixar, you know the kind of stuff they do. You know how they bring it each and every time. I'm excited to see what the dog looks like when it dies. I'm excited to see how the dog dies, how they weave this into something that's palatable for the kids. Because, you know, that's their bread and butter there is the kids. The merchandise, I expect a dead dog yeah, pillow probably. you could get maybe. And, you know, how this is going to be incorporated at Disney World. 
I'm excited about that one. My dead dog. Well, yeah. Uh, well, soon, you know, it, keep your eyes. I, I have heard a lot about this project also, and I'm pretty sure that. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the guy, he, he he leaves his wife of of forty years, and it's it's he's about to. Well, he finds out to. that for before they even got married, she has been essentially mm. leading a double life and has been cheating on him with like. That's and, what it and yes, has this whole yes, family, yes. Um, and it's like really, it's like it's yeah. hard for I mean a man to conceal that he has another family. It's really hard for for like a woman to do that who has born children with someone else, and so yeah. um, mm-hmm. you know, I, if I rec- if we read the same thing, I think the opening scene of the movie is him finding this out, and then he kind of digs out his old service revolver and goes to try to kill the other yes. man. Yes, and then realizes, yep, yep, that's what I saw. You know, yeah. I'm not a killer. I can't do this. Tries to turn the gun on himself, and then thinks, "Yes, I, I'm too weak. I can't. I can't do this either. I. I. But I do need to leave this right. this wife." And then I think, and then I think where it goes from there is that he then realizes that his dog Chester, that he's had for 15 years, his dog Chester, also has another family that the dog has been going to live with. Uh, throughout these 15 years so the dog also has a double family so then he turns the revolver on chester in a fit of rage because he thinks it's just that one degree i'm not saying it's easier to kill it that it's easy to kill a dog i'm not saying that but i'm saying you can't disagree that it's one degree easier than it would be to kill a human that's i don't think that's out of line it's not out of line really it's not out of line at all for you to say that it, it's definitely it's I, I definitely it's right one so degree he kills, easier and then I realized to kill a dog than to kill your wife. It's definitely, years. and so then he realizes this is why he, this is why he becomes obsessed with trying to bring the dog back. Is then it's right. it's a redemption story of if he can bring the dog back to life, he can bring these things, and then maybe he can live his own life. But I'm really excited for that. And the guy from uh, Soul Pete Doctor, it, you Pete know, it's Doctor be is his name. A Pixar movie. Pete Doctor, right? The good doctor is in at the. Yes. Uh, the good doctor is in office, and I'm excited. For him to get <laughs> I mean, if there's anybody who I trust to tell the story, you know, sort of as, as complex as this one, it's it's Pete Doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There um, is I'm also ex- there's a lot of jazz that. in this, I'm right? About that one. There is a lot of jazz. Yeah, there is a lot of jazz. He's yeah, a jazz yeah. The man is a jazz musician as well. He's. He's the drummer from Soul, actually. I think. Oh, that's cool. It, that's a cool older. connection. I mean, older. will we, will we see? It's a cool connection. Twenty two at any point during this, uh, this movie. I hope so. Uh, okay, okay. No, I think because I think it also reveals it also reveals that uh, all of Soul that man was in a coma oh, the whole time. Oh. None of that actually happened. He did fall in the manhole, but that was a coma. And then the end, him coming back to life, is. They he wakes up, but right as his daughter, right as his friend, uh, his mom pulls the plug. So he comes back right then, but they pull the plug. But he's not juiced up enough, so he does die. He <laughs> he does die at the end. So it adds that layer of tragic tragic comedy, tragic I mean, comedy. I'll say on top of it. Ultimately, this yeah, <laughs> this is a problem that. I, I, you read about, but you don't see a lot, which is, yeah. In order to survive without life support, you got to be juiced up enough. Now, now, 
Yeah, to get juiced up. It's not like you just come back immediately. You still need it for a few minutes. You need it for a few minutes. It's like, uh, you know, you you plug your phone in after it's dead. As no, soon no, as no, it turns no. back on, you can't just yes. take it off. It's going to die again. Juice it up a little more. It needs more. to be juiced up. Yeah. It needs a little yeah. juice. It needs a start. It's like a car. Yeah. It's like a yeah. car. But the, they went it's to like pull. And the mom does it herself, right? The mom goes to pull the life support herself. Yeah, because the that that coma that you see in the movie that doesn't it it feels yes. it's like dream time. Yes. It feels very quick to him, but in real life it's mm. opposite of Inception. It was very long. It was very long. So I think the mom is actually also in the hospital for yeah. a diff- she's also about to pass. She just kind of they're in beds so next to each other, and she just kind of reaches over yeah, to they, the plug in the wall, and then <laughs> right. no 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 yeah, it's it was not, not sanctioned. sanctioned. It, it is murder, sanctioned. but she. She reaches over it is and he kind of goes, "Mama," and then she goes, "Oh no!" and and keeps pulling. Yep. But the momentum yes. of her surprise yanks it out, and that's tragic comedy. No, no, no. That's that, there's nothing more tragic comedy. Tragic than comedy. Than I mean, that that's the stuff I think is the funniest shit. I mean, like joke, joking about joking that's about fucked up shit. stuff is yeah. just like some people can't, some people can't <laughs> handle it shit. when I do it. But it's like that's the funniest <laughs> I shit, know. man. It's like. It's so good. That shit is really funny when you, because you know what? That's the marrow yes. of life. Shit like that, you know. That's that's like, you know, if you don't want to suck the marrow out of the bone, then don't order the steak that has with the life, bone in it. man. And yeah, it's just like you know, some life, people are just like, whoa, 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 back up, back up. Why are we talking about like getting hit by a car or like getting yeah. colon cancer or like you know getting penis cancer or like getting any of the like horrible cancers right. in your in your gonad region penis cancer and it's just like i don't know man it's, i think you got to be able <laughs> yeah. to look death in the face and laugh you know like yeah it's like you don't you don't think that albert einstein didn't eat um you know uh uh like uh, cow pie tacos or something like that you know I mean? <laughs> so it's that same mentality where it's like you know albert einstein went all in with this kind of stuff so you you should do it too albert einstein the is the leading. guy <laughs> who lo- who first Looked death in the face and laughed. Uh huh. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Exactly. It's true. Exactly. And that, and you you've seen those pictures oh, of him, yeah. you know, with his tongue out and all that shit. Yeah. That's That's the he kind was, of guy he, that he was to do shit like that. It's exactly and that's right. the kind of guy that I would like. And to I mean, like, joking about yeah, that dude, shit. it's so that's funny, funny shit, fuck, though. man. I'm glad you're right there with me because just like sometimes people are just like. So I got another. I saw another one here. This, yeah, I, got I don't Marvel have any Marvel one. ones, so I'd love to hear your Marvel one. Okay. Okay, I have a couple Marvel ones. Um uh, or maybe just this is the big one. So, uh it, you know, there's a lot of different female reboots happening. Uh not reboots, but you know, female there, into the uh, in, in the press this, release that I thing. that they gave it at Investor Day, it was a lot of um we can't say anything yet, but there is going to be a all female centric story that takes place in the Spider-Verse. Yes, there's a female-centered Spider-Man movie. There's a female, uh, all-female Spider-Verse spinoff. So I found this one that I found uh, pretty interesting and pretty cool. It's an all-female Marvel version of Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Okay, now famously, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross has four white male actors in it. Plus, you got Alec Baldwin. And so this is this is it, this takes place immediately okay. after Endgame. And as you know, Tony Stark, uh, this is a spoiler, but, you know, everybody in the world except people eh. living under a fucking rock have seen Endgame. It's an incredible picture. Tony Stark dies in it. Tony Stark is a very rich man. Yeah. He has a lot of property, real estate, Glengarry, Gilmore House. 
Captain Marvel and the gang all vie to be closers who get coffee when they need to move the real estate of the recently deceased yeah. Tony Stark after he dies. So they're trying to move that real estate. Al Pacino guest stars as the coffee. I don't know how they're going to do that. I don't know how they're going to make Al Pacino the coffee itself. But with Marvel, you saw what they did with all the CGI shit yeah, that I they mean, do all the time. It's incredible. I think I think be, they can pull. If anybody can pull it off, it's gonna yeah, be Kevin Feige man. and the people. They've done Marvel. so much cool shit. So I'm excited about that. I mean, look, you yeah, know, I'm a, I'm a big Pacino yeah, head. I'm excited you know about this. this. Like, I watched him be anything. I oh, mean, really, what yeah, this is exactly. making me think of, Trev, is um, it is his scene from Jack and Jill where he sings about Dunkachino. I, I and I and you know that there's gonna, you know that there's going to be some sort of reference, some sort of toss yeah. to that in a way that's going to be. Yeah. Where he's gonna, where someone's gonna offer, really, you know, really someone's gonna way. offer like Black Widow or something, you know, some some cappuccino, and mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. the the coffee will kind of like the top on the coffee will kind of move up like it's a Muppet mouth, you know, and it'll just yep. be like it's Dunkachino, yes. <laughs> and you know if if you know if Al's gonna be doing it, it's gonna be he's gonna be throwing a hundred, it's gonna be over the top heaters. Heaters all day from that guy, you know, because yeah. he still got it. That oh, old man. bastard, he still got it. I mean, you saw, you saw the Irishman, you know, tank. like, like he is. He... I experienced, yeah. I, I wouldn't know if I'd say I saw it. I'd say I experienced it. I think it's probably how I labeled it. Because yeah, I did see the Irishman, and I'll say it. Yeah. I saw it in a theater, in a Broadway theater, and yeah. you know this because we, we, we were there at the same time. Um, we were there. I, I didn't remember yeah. that you were there. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't think we went together. Oh, I just okay, think we, cool. we were there at the same yeah. time, which we noticed. Yeah, because at the time we were tracking mm-hmm. each other's location for uh, I forget what project. Well, yeah, that was for, it, was it was really, really funny, but there was. I mean, on. I just want to say that there was this moment in in the theater where there was kind of like it was like it was like three hours into the movie, and it's kind of like uh-huh. yeah, so, so we're about, about halfway. halfway, about halfway. <laughs> Had to. I had to do it, Marty. I had to do it. And it's becoming clear it. that uh, that Pacino is 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 going to get uh, killed by by you know the rest of the yeah. bosses and yeah. everything. And uh, and you know there's this kind of emotional Good. moment where everything the movie is so loud and then it kind of slows down and is quiet. Um, and then I just I just hear from across the theater, mm-hmm. Colby, and it was you. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, after after a while, I just I I just go to my phone. If it's yeah. too long, I'm just gonna go to my phone. I'm gonna look at things, and I was trying not to be on social media. So I said, I'll figure, I'll find out exactly where Colby is because we ever we're doing that project, and we're in the same theater. It was, it was really pretty, cool. Was I mean, it was awesome. worth it too. I mean, people were upset, but like, I don't know, I had fun. Yeah, they can go fuck themselves, you stupid bitches. I will say one more thing. I just want to add this on, and I know I'm steamrolling here. There's another. I also heard female reboot related. There's going to be an all female version of My Dead Dog, where the dog is a female and all the gender roles are reversed. So that's also going to be from Pete Doctor. I think that's going to be really exciting to see those back to back, and I think it's going to highlight issues. Mm-hmm. And, and they're being released on the same day, right? It's kind of they're, yeah, it's kind of like a Pokemon Sword, Pokemon Shield type situation where like you can go to one, you know, you can see one, you can trade cards and shit with yes. people there'll be cards handed out related to it yeah. it's be trading cards also every character it's kind of a has a different also ability cards on, the, on cards. the card too and not like a supernatural ability yeah yeah like yeah empathy. the dog it... that's true 
all, right and like running seats. and you know also yeah, that know, will be really cool I, but yeah, since so we're talking be, about um interesting. uh female yeah. reboots and, yeah. and and gender swapping movies and that kind of thing i do have one final star wars one that i uh found out about actually that's not true i have two final ones but it, can i just do them both that's exciting so the first one so there's some okay. big shows coming out there's obi-wan yeah, kenobi there's lando both getting shows who's yes. missing is leia yep. right yep. so mm-hmm. yeah yeah leia's not getting one except that she is Thank okay what the fuck? so this is an event series okay 10 episodes, one hour each, and they all take place within the 60 seconds of time where she was blasted into space during Last Jedi. So it's like the series opens, Leia is blasted into space. The show is what takes place in her head while this is going on, and the, the final episode, of course, ends with her returning to the ship. Oh. And the showrunner... That is incredible, and you know Sopranos what? Sopranos creator David Chase. Uh, yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yes, and you know what? I think this loops into one. I had one Star Wars. Yeah. One. It's I could find so little of it. Trace things, but now I'm thinking it's connected to what your thing is. It just said pickle Rick. Sounds like a pickle Rick thing is coming. I'm hoping for Star Wars. I bet this is one of the things playing inside her head during this. I think I think yeah, PR is in there somewhere. Definitely, in one of these definitely PR is in there, for sure. Well, I have a really quick one too. This is my last one that I found. Um, so it's also really sketchy details. Yeah, you know, there's the... not much about it. It's it's okay, it's okay. called um, Untitled Red sure, Imperial sure. Guard Project. It's like the little guys that just like they are all red. They're in these red robes. They stand beside Ooh, the like emperor in they're Return of the That's Jedi. Cool. They're 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 big. They're scary. I would not want to cross them. I will say they're if not I were, little, even though. if they're, I were a full size. So big. this is they're a show little. about what happens when they take those helmets off. No, not at all. And the only detail I have been able to find about it is that yes. the script That's all right. it's so it's also an event series. It's ten episodes, all an hour long. Mm-hmm. All of the scripts were well. Okay, you found a lot of those. <laughs> it's just yeah. it's a formula that works. Okay, you don't have to go into it. I just I just want to. Know. All of the scripts were written by David. It really Fincher's does. Father. No, it does. Queen's Gambit style. That's great. And so he is kind of. He's not oh going to direct all gosh, of it. He's probably just going to direct great. like the pilot like and the finale. But David Fincher, yeah, yeah. David Fincher's father is uh, unfortunately no longer with David us because, Fincher, and I say unfortunately because if he yeah, had yeah. a chance to do just another pass on the Mank He's script, passed away. Just imagine how good that thing would be. Oh. Mank. Who knows what could have happened? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Easily, I think it goes from classic if he to if untouchable he had greatest died, of all time. Um, is, is so soon. Going. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. So these these the every right. episode was written by David but, Fincher's okay, father. Okay, He's okay, going to okay. executive produce David Fincher, um, and you know probably just kind of toss the rest of them up. But I, I don't know. I think that the it's more it's more the circumstances than the content of that one that I'm excited about because like after I saw Mank, I was like I you know I, I was like thinking about Jack Fincher, and I was just like, uh, oh yeah, you know I want to see what else this guy's oh, got yeah. for us. You know, after I saw Mank, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, give me some more, please, Jack. I mean, that's how I felt. Yeah, that's how I felt. Now, so I have a few more. I know we're... <laughs> I mean, as I said, Jack, 
Let's keep getting off because we need some more. We're definitely on. getting there, yeah. So I have a few more. I know we're get we're we're getting there, okay, right? Yeah. We're kind of getting there. How are we doing? Okay. All right. So let me just rip through these, okay? Because I had a hand, I had a couple more, and I think they're worth mentioning. Okay. This one is called Deadpool Eight. This bitch is a savage. They skip whatever <laughs> they have to, and they go to Eight because it's funny, and he's more of a savage than ever. They also use the plot from Ocean's Eight because it's the number eight. And he steals jewels from the Met Ball, but then uses those jewels to whip a reincarnated Ronald Reagan's oh. ass. Ron Howard directs. Gore Verbinski produces. They got. I gore. mean, that's got that's got cult classic written all over it. Here's another one. This is for Pixar. Oh this is a movie no! For Pixar. Inside Out, your digestive system. Now this is the exact. <laughs> yeah, wow. this is the same as Inside Out, but it's food turning yes. into poop. Okay. Deli, Denny Villeneuve is going to helmet. So you got Blade Runner, you got Dune, you got Inside Out, your digestive system. And they released a promo image of this. And it's a man eating a yeah. rotten hard-boiled egg like in Osmosis that's Jones. Really Bill good. Murray does that. So that's a good homage. That's really good. Okay, this is a, uh, I, got, I got three more. A droid love story. Two droids discover love, but they struggle with what it means to love without being able to have a physical connection. Phoebe Waller-Bridge writes, directs, and plays all the droids. You're going to love that one. That's really good. Okay. There's another (laughs) one. I'm just ripping through. Woody goes keto. Okay. The toys and toy stories. The toys and toy story can now eat, and Woody gorges, goes way overboard, and is too big. He goes to cut weight by going keto. So this is the story of him going keto. This is a Disney Plus series. Drew Carey writes, directs, and... Wow. plays a throughout tempting hot dog thing, bun that's going to tempt Woody throughout the whole thing. A tempting hot dog bun. Yeah. Okay, okay. The whole thing. Yep. Uh, okay, here's it. Now, this is a movie. This is a movie I heard, this next one. Cars Apocalypse. Hybrid electric cars start to murder and kill regular cars in ah. order to save the planet that is so destroyed by the regular car's emissions. A terrible war ensues where the cars must fight for their survival while knowing that they must die in order for life to go on. The whole thing ends, and I know this is a spoiler, but it ends when Mater uses a nuclear bomb as a suicide bomb and accidentally kills everyone except somehow himself. It ends with him saying, did I do that in a classic It's actually voice. really good. That's just great. And then the final one I got, this one I'm really excited about. Yeah, this is the final one I'm excited about. It's called... Timon's Pumbaa. Yeah. Okay, now it's Timon's possessive Pumbaa. Timon's Pumbaa. In a Flowers for Algernon-like scenario, Pumbaa begins to lose his sentience and becomes a wild beast. Now this rips Timon apart, and Timon <laughs> then becomes... Pumbaa then becomes a pet that Timon owns, because Timon can't give it up. And Timon teaches him tricks all the way... All of that. Halfway through the movie... Timon realizes he is losing his own sentience, and we have to deal with that entire scenario. Wow, Brett wee. Ratner set to direct, so that's going to be a Brett Ratner set to direct. Oh, so that's man. what I found. Man, those, those last two are going to be really, really exciting. I'm going. really excited those about are all this. So project. good, Timon's Pumbaa. <laughs> yeah, those. I'm excited for Timon's Pumbaa and, and Cars uh, Apocalypse. Yeah, <laughs> man, that's really good. All right, well, well. That's that's all yeah, the news we got. Really if there's really any more, point. you know, I'm sure we'll update everybody else, uh, everybody else soon. Um, but Trevor, I want to say thank you so much for coming on. That was like really good. Yeah, please. Yeah. Hey, I gotta say thank you to this. You know, I'm glad we got to share these. You know, um, 
And I just want to say we're also available, you know. If, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really glad available you brought that up, for work. That is the thing that we hiring, you know, the, that kind of we wanted to say, um, Trevor and I. And I know I speak for you because we we had a conversation about this, which is that you know we're yeah. having a little bit of fun here today at the at the expense of sure, you know sure, Disney sure. Corporation. And and like I said at the beginning, yeah, you say the Disney Corporation, and that kind of means everything. You know, that means Marvel. It means National Geographic. It means FX. You know, a network that I really oh, yeah. respect. You know, John Landgraf, CEO, a guy who I've Ooh, you know been reading for years. So his thoughts on the business. And, you know, he was a guy who came up with this, the the phrase "peak TV" that you see everywhere now in just about every trade. You know, so it's a really really smart guy. I and who thought of that? You know, uh, both Trevor and I. You know, we're we're gainfully employed guys. You know, we're we're not in any kind of danger. But I think I I yeah. I mean, I speak for you, right? Where mm-hmm. we we'd love to get in the door there. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, and I think you know, there's, there's the the you know some some mm-hmm. thought that you know maybe writing for the you know maybe it's the type of selling out you know to just kind of go with these big brands that you know that are sort of just making things to sell toys you Zero. know it's just things over big old and over goose again, egg in terms of I my no problem with that. with that you know I'd love to do it I'd love to get in there. And I know that this is kind of one of those situations where so much is being made, but yet it still feels like there's so few opportunities. And I know that if maybe there's, I just want to, I, and I know, you know, take this for what you will, but if there's two slots, I think you should take me over, Colby. And I don't mean to say, I'm directly speaking to the, the showrunners at this point. And I don't mean this, I guess I do mean it as an affront to you, but I think they should take me over you. And I think well, um, we actually you know I do, I think it's probably time to sign off. Look, we can just end you know, with that. That I think uh, it, when I look you know the batting order uh, at me, my time one, you number two you know my timer we actually have like about five minutes left so um we, we have to fill that for the station's rules so there is actually time to get into this right now. Um, okay, that's fine then. That's fine then. Well, I, I mean, it's not anything personal. It's just saying that I think for a lot number of reasons. You know, I'm a little bit older than you. I have that world experience. I live, I live in L.A. now, where it's just, you can't deny that that's where they're making most of this. I mean, you know, they might they might do part of the renders of the female reboot of Dead Dog in New York, but you know, you're not going to be. No, be I mean that's not really pic- my thing. But it's not like that's the I only. I mean, we're not going pictures, out for like you know? a, a picture seems, drawing job. Like, I mean, that's not really the thing we're talking no. about here. Well, I'm just trying to think of where you would. F- I'm just trying to think of where to place you in there, and I, you know, a lot of the writing and the creative aspect, I feel like I'm taking up, I'm absorbing, and so I thought maybe there's a picture or two that he can draw. <laughs> well, I no, I, I that could be a place to put. You. But you know, feel free to say. I, what, I don't what you're think thinking. that that's it's true just, at all. I don't it feels think like that it would be easier, easier if I were the guy drawing the pictures for stuff. I mean, look, I mean, I know it's like a, it's a, it's a big industry, and look, I mean. No, I don't think it'd be easier if you were drawing the pictures. I'm just trying to find a place. You're to right, Trim. No, no, no. Here. You're right. That's you're right. It's, 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 you. not, <laughs> it's not. It's it is. It's, it's impossible. It's, it's yeah. You're, no, no. It's you're absolutely right. It's impossible to imagine me. It's gonna be hard for you to draw a picture. I say, yeah, probably. Can draw a box and I get back. Really I don't know what I would get back. A hand turkey. You don't have to just choose the same old colors. You could use like like an aqua, you know, or something like that. But I don't want to get distracted. I don't want to get distracted by this. I'm I can't even believe say, you think it would be saying. so hard saying. to imagine me in the room in some of this stuff. Distracted. I mean, these I are big rooms. This is the Disney Corporation. Plenty of room at the top, buddy. 
I think if the room's too big, then you're going to be off in the corner somewhere being like, look at the angles over here. And we're like, what are you talking about? We're trying to write, we're trying to write Timon's Pumbaa and you're just exploring the room, you know, stuff like that. And it's not that I could see you in the room. It's just that, that, you know, I think these rooms aren't that big. I think these rooms are small. Okay. You say that, that, you say that, and then you look at the credits for some of these movies that we're talking about. And it's like script by 18 Mm -hmm. people. And like some of them are teams. And so that's one credit. It's just like, how many people does it take? Apparently a lot. And you know what? I can help with that. Okay, that's true. I mean, let's let's, let's take a look at your resume for here for a second, uh, uh, to Mister Technical Director. Yeah. I mean, maybe you maybe you want to edit the podcasts at uh, at uh, Disney's at, at Disney Corporation. There's a lot of creative. Totally, you know, there's a lot, lot of creative. creative. Do, I want, creative do I want this pause to go a, a second and a half or just a second? There's a lot of creative aspect in that. You know, there's lots to remove, and in listening back to some of the recent episodes of this show, I thought that maybe a little creative editing wouldn't have hurt the bank too much. I'd rather, you know, you could put a sound effect of a fly in other than me having it's to It's a lot of feet. It's a lot of pee pee poo about feet or whatever you know, he's got to do for 40 fucking minutes, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's a lot of what would you do and things like that. And, uh, you know, as great as that is, you know, my time is valuable too, and maybe I'd like to hear the sound of a creaking door or something. And so that could have fleshed it out. And I think Creepy that's the kind of thing that's really going to be valuable in a droid love story. You know, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, you know, she's got her style. And I think I could really hop in and uh, do that. You know, maybe she sometimes reminds me of Nigel Thornberry. So I yeah, could, I mean, I guess that's you know, possible that, that you could kind of bring up the Nigel like Thornberry that. thing. I mean, I, I what I know about Phoebe Waller-Bridge is that uh, it's that I... I, you could fit in I a could, thumbnail. You could fit in a tiny thumbnail. I could fit in a tiny thumbnail. Thimble. So it's that kind of attention to detail that you're right. I think belongs at the Disney Corporation in some fashion. You know what? You've proven. I don't need to talk about your resume at all. This you 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 you've you've, you've made mm. your case in just that little bit. I don't even know what you're talking about. Disney is a place where dreamers come to be free and also to do exactly the same thing that they have done for years and years. And who better to do that than me? You know, that's all I'm saying. Who better to do the same thing but different, new, but the same than me? That's what it's all about. You know, I play with, you know, I'm sitting over here playing with toys. And so what do you, what do you mean? (laughs) And the same goes for, uh, you know, for all the rest of that shit, too. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah, you know what? No, we can, we'll work. You know, we can get it. We'll uh, yeah, get let's into, figure uh, it out. You know, we can figure it. We can figure something out. We're uh, we're out. What's the What's the time here? That's it. Oh, that's. <laughs> That's it. Perfect. Well, anyways, you can follow me. I have a lot of uh, new coming projects coming out. Um, uh, I'll take this opportunity to plug my projects. Uh, tea Time, uh, at Tea Time with Trevor, you can always follow that. Colby was on a few of them. Uh, that was like six years ago, though, so we don't know where he's been since then. He kind of fell off the map, but that's neither here nor there. Um, you know, you can follow me on Instagram. See you next week, kind everybody. Of bullshit, uh, that everybody likes that we all do. Hi, this is Jimmy. Well... That's the end of the music, but it's not the end of the show. For those of you computer literate parrot heads out there, stick this CD into your computer and you can see an enhanced video of what we do and what we say backstage behind the scenes.